Welcome everyone. Welcome back to the Wisdom for Women from Yoga and Ayurveda podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Allen. This is episode 15 and it's all about the moon, the full moon. If you are listening to this episode in real time, this episode aligns with the August 30th, 2023 blue moon, super moon. But most of the content of this episode is applicable for any full moon. We're going to explore Ayurveda and the full moon, yoga and the full moon. I'll even share with you some practices. If you are a nature-loving caregiver, if you are a holistic healer, if you are a wisdom seeker, these practices are for you. I'll share with you just a little bit about this blue moon, super moon in Pisces, and I'd love to end with a short practice aligned with the full moon. I have always loved the moon Even as a little girl, I've always just felt called to her. Back in my teens and 20s and even in my 30s, I thought I had to be careful. Like I thought I had to protect myself from the intensity of the energy of the full moon. Now knowing what I know about Ayurveda, I understand the full moonlight is good for my pitta nature. Uh, I think once upon a time, I was so in my masculine, so in my solar energy that the full moon energy threw me off. But we'll talk more about that um, later on in the episode. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Let's start with Ayurveda and the moon. So Ayurveda is the healing system of India. It is a sister science to yoga. And this, this system of Ayurveda observes... It observes the healing forces of the universe, right? It honors a deep connection to the cycles and the rhythms of nature. Uh, This practice helps align us to nature's rhythms, um, adjusting seasonally, adjusting to the cycle of the moon, the time of day. And it really honors the sunrise and it honors the moonlight, According to Ayurveda, the energy of the full moon is closely connected to the kapha dosha. This dosha is made up of or influenced by earth and water elements. It's responsible for moisture, stability, and structure. The kapha dosha carries the qualities of heaviness, coolness, density, slowness, And you might notice these qualities appearing in your body and in your mind during the time of the full moon, a few days before and maybe a few days after. When balanced, this energy can really have nurturing and cooling effects, right? You might also have heightened emotions. Um, You might feel more sensual. Um, You might feel more creative. Now, yoga and the moon... Um, One of the aims of yoga or hatha yoga is to achieve balance between the solar and the lunar energies, right? Between activity and rest, between action and surrender. And this is really why traditionally yogas honor the auspiciousness of the sunrise, right? With sun salutes, celebrating an awakened sky and the auspiciousness of the sunset doing moon salutes and celebrating the lunar energy. Um, 
It's also interesting to note that the energy of the full moon, it relates to the end of the inhalation. So we can all take a deep breath together if you take an inhale. At that peak or end of the inhalation, that is the representation of the full moon. It's characterized by this feeling of fullness and upward moving energy and expansiveness. Now, on to practices for any full moon. These practices are fairly simple and they will support you if you are a wisdom seeker, if you are a holistic healer, if you are a caregiver who deeply aligns to and feels called to nature and the outdoors. So first off, lighten up your diet. Um, right, there's this real sense of fullness around the full moon and that fullness and coolness and heaviness can be noticed in the body. And so lightening up the diet, simplifying the diet is going to really support you during full moon time. In the cooler months, this might be kitchery. In the warmer months, this might be a light soup or salad. Another practice, so that's practice one, lighten your diet. Practice two is to cultivate gratitude. Gratitude is, it's really an acknowledgement of all that sustains us. It is a deep bow to our blessings, great and small. There's a lot of scientific research that shows the effects of gratitude on the mental and physical health. And so sitting in gratitude or journaling about gratitude during the time of the full moon can be really supportive. So practice number two is cultivate gratitude for all that we have. Practice number three is perhaps to create and perform a simple full moon ceremony. And this can be done in just a few simple steps, right? You can create a sacred space, either in your home or outdoors. You can practice um, gratitude, forgiveness, releasing, or letting go. You can write down all the things that you wish to release. And you can place these things on your sacred space or your altar or your nature spot. So creating a full moon Ceremony or ritual will be practice number three. Practice number four is to set out water to be infused by the qualities of the moon and drink that water the next morning, right? So setting out some water in a glass jar um, where it will be receiving the, the moonlight throughout the night. And then in the morning, you can drink that water. So that's practice number four. Practice number five is to do moon salutes. I will include a link to that practice in the show notes below, but this is a sequence that will replenish your energy. It's really an alternative to the heating and stimulating sun salutes. Moon salutes are really cooling and soothing. So incorporating them in your evening on the days of the full moon or really anytime you feel depleted, overwhelmed, or exhausted, or overheated. But really, this is, um, can be a really beautiful practice to do in the evenings of the full moon. So practice number five is moon salutes. Practice number six is to bathe in the moonlight. So this is to go outside in the evening and to rest or play or dance in the full moonlight. 
So those are my six top practices for embracing uh, the energy of the full moon. Let's talk just a little bit about this August 30th blue moon, super moon in Pisces. So this full moon in Pisces comes at a time when the seasons shift. The lazy days, the warm days of summer are coming to an end and autumn with the cool wind uh, cooling and more mobile nature is coming. So the days are growing shorter. We might notice um, other signs of fall. Kids are returning to school. um, And this is the time to prepare for the cooler weather ahead. It can be easy to feel overwhelmed and caught up in this rapidly changing time of the season. But the Pisces full moon is a beautiful reminder to pause and to reflect. It's a time to check in with our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings. And we can consider, you know, what is causing us stress right now? What is making us feel overwhelmed? This moon is also a good time to reflect on what we need to release in order to restore emotional balance in our lives. So what are we clinging on to? What can we release? And lastly, this Pisces full moon is really a a call for self-care, right? As many of us here are caregivers and we spend a lot of time caring for others. And this full moon is really a permission to take time for you, for receiving of care and for uh, rest and restoration. So the full moon in Pisces, it is associated with the element water. It's associated with the late summer season. Crystals or stones that might be useful during this time are selenite and moonstone. And it's related to, or the associated animals are dolphin, shark, and other fish. So that's just a little bit about the Pisces full moon. Now, I'd love to end today's podcast episode with a short practice. I'd love to spend a few moments um, teaching you and practicing full moon or left nostril breathing rather. And so according to yoga philosophy, the left side of the body, the left nostril This energy is associated with cooling lunar energy. That's the left side. The right side is more of the solar energizing energy. So the left side, the left nostril, that energy is um, associated with the parasympathetic nervous system or rest and digest mode. Um, It's also associated with the right hemisphere of the brain, which focuses on intuition and creativity. So Uh, This left nostril breathing can be really beneficial during the full moon time. There's also a lot of research about additional health benefits of the left nostril breathing, and I'll include those in the show notes below as well. But let's practice this breath together. So go ahead, find a comfortable seat where your feet can be flat on the earth, And you can sit nice and tall and upright with your spine erect, your shoulders relaxed. So take your right hand and bring the first finger and the second finger to the base of the right thumb. We're going to keep our left uh, or our right thumb and our ring and pinky finger extended. 
So what we're going to do is use the thumb to block the right nostril and the ring finger to block the left nostril. Okay, so we're going to alternate back and forth. Let's do this together because we're going to close one and then the other. Okay. Remembering um, all inhalations are done through the left nostril. So we're going to inhale through that lunar side and we're going to exhale through the right nostril or the solar side. Let's take a deep breath in. Exhale, release. Close the right nostril. Inhale through the left. Close the left nostril and exhale out the right. Switch, inhale left. Switch and exhale right. Switch, inhale left. Switch, exhale right. Inhale left. Exhale right. Inhale left. Exhale right. Inhale left. Exhale right. Last one, inhale left, exhale right. Release the hand in the lap and rest here for a few moments, feeling the effects of left nostril breathing. Again, left nostril breathing is really powerful during the full moon time. If you enjoy this type of practice, practices that are aligned with the rhythms of the moon, practices that are aligned with the time of day or the cycle of the season, I invite you to join us in the Embodied Yoga Collective. This is an online yoga community for conscious caregivers that love nature and the outdoors. We align all of our practices with the rhythms of nature, the time of day, the phase of the moon, the cycle of the seasons. If you are curious about yoga and nature as a pathway to healing ourselves, our communities, and this planet, again, I invite you to join us in the Embodied Yoga Collective. Fall enrollment opens on the 5th of September. It's open through the 9th. Then winter enrollment will not be until January 2024. So this is your short window of opportunity to join us in the Embodied Yoga Collective. Thank you guys so much for being here for today's episode. Until next time, I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you.